0: plushcare.com slash loss Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to our slash entitled people, where people think they deserve special treatment and the world revolves around them because they're special. Guys, you know the drill. You're about to hear the most ridiculously entitled stories ever, so please warm up those neck muscles so you don't hurt yourself with all the head shaking. As always, I hope you enjoy the stories and do remember to hit subscribe if you like these types of stories. I've been working at my uncle's food truck for a couple of years now, and this is a pretty common occurrence, which I just hate. So, my uncle gives veterans 50% off their food, because his dad, my grandpa, was a Vietnam War veteran in the Marines. Before he passed, he would never get any benefits from businesses in New York, compared to down south, where they treat veterans like gods. Now, I never thought much of it, it's just something nice he likes to do for veterans. Now, the thing is, my uncle's not living in lavish. He's your average paycheck to paycheck American, and my dad and I always tell him that he should bring the discount down to 20% because he's losing money every time he gives a veteran 50% off, but he never budges. So one day, I'm taking this guy's order, and he tells me he needs to pull up a note on his phone because he's picking up food for his whole family. The guy orders $120 worth of food, so I put the order in and my uncle starts making it. Now, when I tell him how much it is, he tells me that he's a veteran, and that he'd like the 50% off discount. I then ask him which sandwich was his, so I could give him half price for it, and I could tell right away that I was about to get yelled at. The guy just wasn't having it, he starts going off about how he fought for the country, and that we were false advertising when we said that veterans get 50% off their food, how he deserves a discount, and he demands it, etc, etc. Now, we tried to tell him that the discount was a gesture to be kind to veterans, not to feed their whole families for free. Eventually, we just gave him $30 off, which was three times the price of the sandwich he got, and he left really angry. I just think it's really upsetting that people will take advantage of a discount that's meant to be a kind gesture, when we're already not profiting from giving them 50% off. If this keeps happening, then the discount's gonna have to go down, and it's gonna ruin it for everybody. Guys, 50% is such a generous discount, and I think Opie's uncle needs to make some adjustments to the sign that specifically says that it's limited to one sandwich or one meal or something. Now, I remember reading the super entitled story a few months ago, where this entitled wife of an army veteran demanded 50% off on her order, because 10% wasn't enough. And the funny thing is, she said, My husband didn't become military to only get 10% off of stuff. Like, some people are super entitled. So this person in the comments says, I'm a veteran. This kind of behavior is absolutely disgusting to me. It's one thing to get 10% discount, but 50? And then apply it to your entire family's order? I've said this before, but the military is a microcosm of the general population. There's good people, steaming piles of crap, and everything in between. And the person trying to get such a discount on such a large order is a steaming pile of crap. Okay, so my mother is a mega Karen, and I have 16 years of stories to tell about her entitlement. And here's another one. So this story happened in 2004 when I was 14 years old. We had just moved from Australia to New Zealand. The town had a population of around 12,000 people, which was a big step up from the town that we moved from, which was around 2,000 people. It seemed like my mom's entitlement got worse by having an extra 10,000 people for her to annoy. Within a month, my sister and I had settled into new schools, and my mother dearest found her preferred grocery store to shop at. Now, I should mention that my mom is not disabled, but did that stop her from parking in the disabled parking spot? No. The first month went fine until my mom got lazy. Whenever we went grocery shopping, she would always complain while walking towards the entrance that there was never anybody parked in the disabled parking spot. And she would say things like, I don't see why I'm not allowed to park there, nobody's using it. And there's nobody in this damn town that needs it anyway. Now the last comment was total BS on her part, as there was a paraplegic who lived in the town which she knew about. And regardless, those spaces are for disabled people. By law, you can't park there unless you have a placard. So one day, me and my sister were in the car, while mom was driving to the grocery store. We usually park close to the front door, but to the side, where there's usually a few spare parking spots. Now I was expecting her to stop there, but she didn't. Instead, she drives all the way around to the front, and she parks in the disabled parking spot. Mom says, Ugh, there is never anyone parking here. It's about damn time I put this spot to good use. I tell her, Mom, this is disabled parking, you can't park here. She says, of course I can. The spot's vacant. Do you see anybody parking in it? Because I don't. I told her, it's illegal for you to park here. You're gonna get a ticket. No, I won't. I have the right to park here if there's no disabled person parking here. I don't see any disabled person. Do you? So I then tell her, whatever mom, but you're gonna get a fine. I then get out of the car and walked across the street to the park. I didn't want to be seen with my mom, but I did want to keep an eye out for the parking officer or police person who I knew would come. Even in a small town, the police were very diligent about rule breakers. And sure enough, 10 minutes later, I see a policeman walk up to her car, check the license, and see the lack of disabled placard in her car. He then writes a ticket that he placed on her windshield. At this point, I sent Mother Dearest a text that I'd meet her at the gas station when she was done. I didn't want to be seen getting into her car, but I made sure to hang around so I could see her reaction when she saw the fine. Sure enough, 10 minutes later, I see my mom coming out of the store. She sees the ticket, and she flips out. She starts cursing and stomping her feet on the ground like a child that lost their toy. Only, in this case, it was a fine of $400. I chuckled to myself as I walked to the gas station a few blocks over. I got there a few minutes before mom did, and I could see the anger on her face as she gets out of the car and she slams the door, and starts filling up her tank. At this, I fake concern and said, Mom, what's wrong? She then looks at me and says, You shut your mouth. So I smiled and got back in the car. When we get home, my mom gets straight on the phone and she debates the parking fine. I overheard the call and this was basically my mom. I can hear her say, Uh, yeah, I got a fine for parking in an empty parking spot. There was nobody else parked there. Yeah, but I had to park there because I have a bad leg. I can't walk that far. What? No, I don't have a sticker, but that doesn't matter. Hold on, what? I'm not disabled. No. Oh, you stupid mother effer. I'm not paying this fine. And then she hangs up. So a few months later, I'd assume that she paid the fine, but obviously not. She then gets a letter in the mail regarding an unpaid fine, which was now even more, with the added late penalties. So mom went to the courthouse and she paid it, but I didn't hear the end of it for three months after that. She'd complain about it any chance she got, making it out like she was the victim. I wish I could say that she learned her lesson, but she didn't. She ended up parking there a few more times, and she got more fines. A Karen never learns. Oh my freaking goodness, guys. Opie's mom is definitely a mega Karen, like she says. Like, yeah, I understand that the spot can be vacant a lot of the times when you get there, but just because someone's not parked there, Karen, doesn't mean that someone won't come along when you're in the store. And I seriously can't believe she kept parking there. This person says, As a disabled person, this makes my blood boil. It's vacant. I'll just be a minute. I'm not leaving the car anyway, etc., etc., all mean that if I arrive at that time, I can't then use the shop. I would give away my badge in an instant to not be disabled. I'm a 29 year old female, and I dated a guy named Joe, who's 30 years old, for 3 months, before he left me to go back to his ex named Kim, who's also 30 years old. So right after we broke up, I found out that I was pregnant, and now I'm at 24 weeks. I let him know, and he was ecstatic. It turns out, his girlfriend had fertility issues, and would likely never be able to get pregnant naturally, and he's always wanted to be a father. Getting back together was out of the question for both of us, so he's still with his girlfriend. Joe was only allowed at the initial appointment because of COVID, and we found out that I was having twins. So according to Joe, when he told Kim, she had a mental breakdown about her infertility, and she wanted to talk to me. So I meet them at their house and Kim stated that she wanted to be involved in my pregnancy because she would eventually be the children's stepmother. She starts telling me that I needed to do an at-home birth, that I need to formula feed so that they could have the babies half of the week, and that she wanted one boy and one girl, and that she wanted the kid, my kid, to call her mama, since they would be calling me mommy. At that, I shut her down real quick. I said I would make the best choices for my children and my body, and I left. Kim continued to be overbearing, and she texted me every day about my eating habits, exercise habits, and she complained about how her job wouldn't let her take maternity leave. At the virtual genetics counseling appointment, she attended instead of Joe, and she took over the whole meeting trying to talk about her family history, which wasn't relevant. When it came time for my 20-week level 2 scan, they allowed me to have one guest, and Joe suggested that I take Kim instead of him which I refused to do. Joe did end up coming and he found out the gender because I wanted to keep it a surprise for me so we could throw a gender reveal party. I put a pregnancy announcement on my social media and then she puts up an announcement saying that she was expecting twins the non-traditional way and how blessed she was. I was irritated but I kept my mouth shut. She then throws a gender reveal party and she posted it on social media and I wasn't even invited. She also announced that she was having a baby shower. I commented on her post and told her to stop treating me like a surrogate. That the kids weren't hers and that Joe didn't have any claim or custody of the kids until they're born. I then called Joe and I reiterated all of this and stated that I would not be seeing either of them until we went to family court. And that my mother would be my birthing partner. He and Kim and some of her friends and family are saying that I'm a terrible person. And her mother even called to insist that I give her one of my babies. Like, this is the parent trap. So am I the a-hole? (laughs) <laughs> now, heck no, you're definitely not the a-hole. Like, how the heck does this random girl think she's entitled to your child after you dated a guy for three months and got pregnant? And as for everybody calling her an a-hole, of course they would, they're her friends, taking her side. And she's probably spewed a bunch of BS towards them. My opinion is tell them to pound sand, get a restraining order, and have that baby without the father being present or even knowing. Do not allow your child to be around that man and that woman because the couple sound freaking insane. But, my friends, hold your thumbs because OP does have an update. She says, I've never considered that this could have happened on purpose. We used condoms because I don't react well to birth control, and I had to wait to get an IUD because of other medical issues. The Thursday I posted this, I went to the police, and they stated that there was nothing they could do because a crime hadn't been committed. In my state, orders of protection are criminal or family, so I was able to get one against Joe. On Friday, I did get a lawyer, and they let me know in my state there's nothing I could do as far as custody before the babies are born. So I'll be leaving my state soon to ensure that this isn't my baby's home state and that I can't be charged with anything. However, someone sent this post to Kim and she came to my job and she damaged my car and broke a bunch of office windows. I work with kids, so she was arrested for not just criminal damage and trespassing, but also child endangerment, so hopefully that works in my favor. Update number 2. I have orders of protection against both Kim and Joe. I left the state anyway, and Joe and Kim have started to harass me again, because there is no legal jurisdiction when you leave the state. But I have enough evidence that I was able to press charges in my current state as well. And I'll be pursuing a restraining order here. So yeah, the update just proves that these people are literally crazy. Guys, I've seen enough crime documentaries where people kidnap babies from moms, and they get rid of the moms, so I stand by what I said. Do not let these people know where the heck you are, and never, ever, ever let them come in contact with your child because people are too friggin' crazy. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So a few Christmases ago, I was flying home to my parents' hometown. I ended up having a layover in the city my sister lives in. Unbeknownst to us, we run into each other at the gate. And what a wonderful twist of fate. It was my two-month-old niece's first plane trip, and that was my first time seeing her. Since we already had assigned seats, we compared our tickets. As luck would have it, they were two rows from me. They had a window and a middle seat. And two rows up, on the same side of the plane, I had an aisle seat. Surely, it would be easy to get someone to switch with me so I could be near my family. It would be trading apples for apples. Plus, if someone offered me an airplane seat that wasn't next to a baby, I'd be all over it. Nobody wants to be next to a baby on an airplane. The only reason I wanted to was because the baby was related to me. So enter the most crotchety old Karen that I've ever met. I explain the situation and politely ask for a switch, and she responds with, No, this is my seat. I paid for it, so I'm sitting here. At that, she just turns away from me signaling that the discussion was over. Now, not wanting to cause a scene, I accept her answer, as it was her seat after all. And I go back to my original seat. My sister rolls her eyes, but we knew we'd have a week together. We didn't need to sit next to each other on the plane, but it was worth a try. So halfway through the flight, I was sleeping, and I'm violently shaken awake. I assumed that one of my roommates needed to use the bathroom. I opened my eyes to see crotchety Karen standing over me, and she says, Get up. I ask, Why? She says, You wanted to change seats. I told her that was an hour ago. And that's when I heard it, the unmistakable sound of a crying infant. Now at that, I smiled, understanding the woman had regretted her decision to be stingy, and she was now demanding the trade. However, being crotchety, she was still incapable of any politeness. I told her, I'm good here, I was just napping. She says, this is my seat. I told her, no, it literally isn't, I paid for this seat, so I'm sitting here. At this point, the stewardess approaches us to see what the problem is. The old woman demanded that I get out of her seat as she paid for it. I then hand my ticket to the stewardess explaining that I indeed asked the woman to switch when we were boarding the plane, and she turned me down. Karen then gestures to my wailing knees and stated that obviously she couldn't sit there and she wanted to switch now. The stewardess then says to her, so you didn't want to switch seats, but now that there's a crying baby, you've changed your mind? Karen screeches, yes, she said she'd switch with me, but now she won't. Make her get out of my seat. Now fortunately, the stewardess was on my side. I had offered a trade and Baba Yaga had declined. Now the circumstances had changed and she couldn't force me to switch when I didn't want to. After some back and forth, she gives me a dirty look, marches back to her seat, and I return to my nap. Being an aunt is the best. Now honestly, I bet OP would have gladly swapped seats if she wasn't violently shaken awake and then told to move. Like, you'd be surprised how many people are willing to help you out if you're just nice and not demanding, Karen. But apparently, some people think ordering someone to do something works way, way better. So, we moved into our new house three weeks ago. It has a lovely backyard that backs onto a public walking path with a four-foot chain-link fence. There's a gate from the yard onto the path, which is required by the city. The yard also has an oddity. It has an in-ground trampoline. And yes, you read that right. Someone had a professional install a gymnastic-style trampoline to be ground-level. We're in the process of having this removed, because A, it's stupid, and B, the trampoline has been exposed to 15 years of Canadian winter, and I doubt it's safe. Yesterday, I was in the kitchen when I heard the sounds of springs bouncing. I thought it was odd, since none of the yards near me have trampolines. I look out the window, and there's a preschool-aged kid bouncing on my trampoline, while mom stands on the pathway and watches. At this, I come flying out of the house, and this is the exchange that occurred. I say to her, um, excuse me, you can't use the trampoline, this is private. The mother says, yes I can, this is my friend's house, who are you? I told her, um, if this was your friend's house, you'd know she moved out a month ago. This is my home now, and you don't have permission. At this, the woman starts looking huffy, and she says, Um, she said we could keep using it whenever we wanted. I tell her, that's not up to her, this is up to me, she doesn't own this house now, I do. It's unsafe, and you can't use it. The woman's not listening, and she says, It's not your house, it's your dad's, I've seen him. Okay, so clearly she lives somewhere nearby. And I say you mean my husband? I can assure you that I do own it. If you'd like, I can call the police and they'll sort it out for us. Now the entire exchange has occurred while my dogs are going insane inside the house. They see someone strange in the yard and they're not small dogs. One is nearly 200 pounds. The mother then steps into my yard, picks up her kid from the trampoline, and she steps back saying, your dogs are monsters. I then say to her, I'm gonna open the door now and let them out so you can find out if you want. Mom then took off down the path with her confused looking kid. I then put a zip tie on the gate so it can't be opened, and I'll be finding a company this week to take it down and fill the pit of despair under it. Guys, I love the stories where people always say, oh, the person who used to live here let me use it all the time, so you have to too. Yeah, no, get off my property before I call police, Karen. It's so funny how some people think that way though. So for starters, I live in Canada, which gets a decent amount of snow. We've had about 3 feet in the last 2 weeks. Now what's worse is it's been about minus 35 most days, and not only does it suck shoveling, but doing it when it's freezing is even worse. Now to the story. So I live on a street with only a few houses, and I don't really know or talk to my neighbors all that much. So last week, I went out to shovel before I left to work, so the snow in my driveway wouldn't be driven on I got up good and early and finished quick, when the neighborhood kid comes over to help me after finishing his drive. We decided to be good neighbors and shovel the three other houses on our block. The next day comes and we have another 3 or 4 inches of fluffy snow. Not difficult to shovel, but it still takes some time. The same kid comes and helps me do my drive, his drive, and the three other houses. I ask if he wants some hot chocolate, and he says sure. I then give him 20 bucks, because he's 14 years old, he doesn't need to be out there at 6am shoveling 4 driveways. The next morning, we get another skiff, and I slept in an extra 15 or 20 minutes, which meant that I was only able to shovel my driveway, and help the other guy do his, before I had to run to work. He said he had to get ready for school, and we left the other 3 houses untouched. So on this day, I come home from work and my wife said that she was yelled at by one of our neighbors because they were late for work this morning because they were, quote, snowed in. I then asked which one and decided to go talk to the neighbor. Now, I wasn't trying to be confrontational. I was just seeing what the heck their deal was and why they were approaching my wife. Now, here's the conversation. I say to the person, Hey, I'm sorry to bug you guys, but my wife told me that you guys had a bit of a disagreement today and I just want to clear up what happened. Karen says, well, like I told her, I was late for work and I got in trouble because I couldn't get my car out of the garage this morning with the snow. Why didn't you and the other boy shovel it? I then said to her, oh, I'm sorry, I slept in and the boy had to go to school early, so we only shoveled our own and took off. Karen says, well, I don't think that's very fair at all. You can't just shovel our driveways one day and then not do it the next day. I had to go out in the cold and shovel to go to work. At this point, I just laugh at her and say, well, I'm so sorry we made it tough on you because we've been out in the cold all week doing it with zero thanks. We'll make sure not to touch your driveway in the future. She then slams the door. Now, nothing made me happier than three days later when it snows again and we got about eight inches of snow. I was talking to the other boy about it and we were shoveling our driveways and the two other driveways on our block and leaving hers alone. Guys, some people are just too gosh darn ungrateful. You shoveled the last two times, so why didn't you do it today? I had to shovel my own driveway. Yeah, like how you're supposed to do it. Give someone an inch and they take a frickin' mile, right? And that, my friends, is our slash entitled people. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's stories because Steve-O sure as heck did. And if you guys missed yesterday's episode, a Karen and her family rob a freaking 7-Eleven. It's such a crazy story, so go check it out if you haven't. And myself and Stevie Boy, will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands.